everybody, Sunny here. Welcome to this week's Naughty Talk Short. In just a few minutes, I'm going to get to my very own personal Naughty Talk rule number two, shit happens story. And I'm excited for that. But I do have just a couple of announcements to make. The first is that my newest book, Banish the Light, which is number four in my Turn the Key series, is actually live on Amazon for pre-order now. And it is going to be released on July 1st. So I'm really excited for that. If you're looking for something for your summer reading list, maybe for your July 4th weekend, just might be what you need. So feel free to check out the full Turn the Key series if you haven't started it yet. But Vanish the Light is going to have some really hot, dark, kinky vampire stuff. So excited for that. And... Announcement number two, I'm actually going to be teaching a class in the consultation server. So if you want to check that out, you can check out Hypno Stories page on FetLife. There's a link to the consultation server. But I'm going to be doing a brand new class called Sensual Movement and Dance for Trans. And it's going to focus on the different ways that you can use sensual movement and dance in particular for hypnosis or for hypno kink and no dance experience is required it is a virtual event that anybody can attend you would need to join the server and go through the vetting process um, age verification that kind of thing but it's going to be a really fun time and i encourage everybody to check it out so with those few announcements out of the way without further ado Panda's actually going to be joining me and giving commentary. <laughs> Story time. Story time. Okay. Um, my turn to tell a story and Panda gets to react this time and hijack my, my story um, in all fairness. But um, Okay, so we've been talking about rule number two, shit happens. That's the theme um, at the moment. And I meant what I said. Everybody I know in the lifestyle has had a major oops at some point and makes for hilarious stories generally when nobody ended up seriously hurt. The ones that have the happy endings. <laughs> yes. The, yeah, those are the funny ones that we can kind of giggle at later, but. I have a story that is part of one of my favorite scenes of all time because it just checked all kinds of boxes for me. I got to top the scene in little space. It was Ménage. Um, so it was actually my first ever threesome. And the the premise of the scene, and I've written about this, I wrote a, a story called Little Mistress. It's on my Fat Life page, but you know, that was like writing brain and this is storytelling brain. Mm -hmm. My partner at the time really wanted to do kind of a special scene, and we'd been talking a little bit about maybe doing like a threesome kind of situation and what the dynamic would be because we knew it was going to be kinky as fuck because, <laughs> you know, it was us. And this was like super new. It was a lot of firsts um, for me because I had only recently begun exploring Little Space for the first time and just kind of like discovering who my little is and that I liked, 
you know, age play and um, it was just, it was brand new for me. I feel like every time we tell stories, it's always like, so I was much younger. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I was actually not that much younger in this particular scene. It was just like a lot of firsts for me, even though I had been kinky for a long time. And little space was not something I was always really aware was a thing for me. And I was in a relationship at the time and um, with a, a much older man than myself, maybe a 30 year age gap. If it's only 20 years, he's going to hear this and be like, it's <laughs> really unfair. Um, but I feel like I remember us joking about me being exactly half his age at some point. So it was a pretty significant gap. Of course, I was a consenting adult in this story, just to be clear. <laughs> but um, I started to feel little for the first time. And I think partially because of that age gap dynamic, it was something that we started flirting with and then playing with a little bit and then realized that that could be super hot. And um, the um, the first time I called anybody daddy was like a big thing and it wasn't even daddy it was papa Mm. um because it was it was more like papa because um he really liked when I would speak to him in French because he couldn't understand it but anyway (laughs) (laughs) um so you know I little space was new to me but sort of dom space was not and um, subspace was relatively new to me because I had always, always, always been a top and I had never, like, I really don't have a submissive bone in my body. It really takes something special for me to be able to flip that switch. Um, but when I very first experienced being little, that was one of the first times that I experienced any kind of power exchange on that side of the slash. So, I mean, at that time in my life, I could say there were a lot of things that were new for me. And so this is going to be my first threesome. And we talk about like, where is the dynamic going to be? And because we had this sort of DS, but I was a dominant, I was really clear that like, I wanted to top the scene with this other person and I wanted to do it in little space Mm -hmm. um, for the first time. So it ended up being this super hot dynamic where, um, you know, daddy has procured a dolly for his little. Mm -hmm. And actually I, I chose and negotiated individually (laughs) with the dolly in question. Just to be clear, the actual negotiation was done equally amongst all parties, but, the scene was that um, daddy has procured this dolly and um, you can play with this dolly and little me was going to dominate the dolly and practice all the things that were naughty that she had learned from her daddy. I see. And have to try very, very hard not to break this dolly because those are very expensive and hard to come by. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was just a super hot 
dynamic and um, the other person was a play partner for that one scene only. Somebody that I was talking to at the time and we just really kind of connected over the the desire to do this kind of scene Mm -hmm. together. Um, So there was like some lead up for like a week and a half with programming my dolly to make sure that when it arrived, it would behave as I expected. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hot. Okay. Yes. And, you know, so I prepped the dolly before arrival. Um, I placed my order very specifically. And um, part of, you know, my special instructions in the production of this doll were, um, so this is something that like built over like a, you know, a week and a half. Um, One, I expected my dolly to clean out their backside um, because dollies are squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a part of it. And that will be important as the story progresses. I so feel like this is going somewhere specific. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. It's, you know, so things gone hilariously wrong. Now, um, Dolly arrives. Everybody's happy with the situation. I run up the stairs with my new dolly in tow and I'm so excited to play with it and I undress it and I inspect it and I check out all its parts and then I want to test its function. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? As one does. As one does. And (laughs) so, you know, we're going through and... I've negotiated in advance um, all kinds of stuff to do with butt play. And this person had been pretty shy about how much butt play they had actually had and basically said, oh, yeah, I'm kind of new to butt play, but I really want to try um, try it, try pegging. And I was totally game for that. But I was like, okay, this person's not super experienced. It's a butthole. It's an untrained butthole. Like, we may not get all the way there. Mm -hmm. So I had this very small glass pink butt plug. I'm like, okay, like, we'll start here, you know, comparative to the size of the, you know, the pegging dildo and whatever. You know, I'm like, kind of like, we'll see how this goes first. And so I've laid out all my toys. You know, because I have all these fun things to play with, but I have this one really shiny new (laughs) special toy, Um, and I tie it up on the bed, and my dolly has been programmed to say yes, miss, and no, miss, and um, safe words only, and, you know, the dollies tied up and dollies are not allowed to fucking look at me. They don't move of their own volition mm-hmm. <laughs> happens, you know, that moment happens. And as it turns out, you know, I've learned all these things from daddy. And sometimes when I'm naughty, I get spankings, but I have this crop here. So oh. I'm going to punish my dolly <laughs> <laughs> with this crop. Um, so like this scene is really hot and somewhere in this, you know, my other, my, my like long-term partner joins us and starts to supervise my play. 
And so, you know, um, he's supervising me playing with my new dolly, you know, noticing I haven't broken it yet. Luckily, (laughs) so far, I've taken pretty good care of it. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to show off for daddy and I'm going to show him all my skills on my dolly. And so I start this butt play scene. And I realized that like, I'm, you know, like kind of using my fingers and lubricant to check his, you know, asshole and see where we're at. And I realized that as I'm like pumping my fingers in and out, bubbles are beginning to come out of his butt, like soap side bubbles. And I'm like, holy fuck, I didn't know my dolly blew bubbles out of his ass, you know, like what is this? And then I realized that like um, I had just kind of said like prep your butthole and this person um, took that very seriously but oh, I did not no. think, like a saline that used like soap suds. And I mean soap sad enema is like a thing. Like I, I don't know that this is toxic but um, I'm not recommending it. Like if you're going to clean your bum out, you probably want to use like, you know, like one of those like individual use sterile saline, like something that's made to, that's literally like a, you know, an individual enema kit or something, or use like one of those water spraying pump syringe things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I would have never thought to do that with soap. So I realized that like the bubbles are flying and I'm in little space. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, there are bubbles in your bum. Um, and I'm having like a fun time, like, you know, with my fingers and playing with the bubbles and I'm making bubbles. And then I'm like, okay, time for this butt plug. And I have gloves on, you know, I'm like very methodical. I want daddy to be so proud of me. Look at me maintaining the safety of this scene. I put my medical nitrile gloves on before any of this butt play commences And I'm like, okay, surgeon precision. Daddy is in the observation deck. (laughs) Gonna insert this butt plug and then maybe get my strap on on. Um, Which, by the way, it was a pink glitter cock that vibrated. (gasps) Oh, my God. I have it, but like... I don't really feel like that's a thing that goes from like partner to partner, but (laughs) I still have it. And actually, I did. I put a condom on the, the... dildo um you can have really sexy and have it still be safe sex yeah um yeah so you know i've got my my little gloves on and i'm like feeling like i'm playing dress up as a scientist and daddy's watching and i've made bubbles and i've got this butt plug (laughs) and i'm expecting like a little bit of resistance because you know this person has said i really haven't done that much bum play and so I like, you know, gently start to push and then all of a sudden I hear this popping noise, like this audible pop and the plug disappears from sight and it's been swallowed by the bum of the dolly and the dolly says, <laughs> the dolly says, oh shit. And I know my dolly definitely isn't programmed to say that, so it must be bad. Oh, no. But I I was like, I take a deep breath and I'm like, okay, you know, my partner is bound. Their butt is just nailed this really pink glass butt plug and it's going to be super embarrassing if we have to go to the emergency room with a lost sex toy up a butt. Like, I've read all the ER tells all stories about all the... <laughs> The times that almost were this. Oh, my God. Right. (laughs) So 
I'm like, I remain totally calm. And I just like reached into his butt with two fingers. And I just sort of like, I don't know, it must have been, I was a lot of luck is what this was. But I just like had this sense if I moved my fingers along the edges, mm-hmm. that I them around the wide base like the flange and pull it out and because I like managed to stay calm and do it um, I did actually manage to pull it out before it traveled any farther yay but I it was just like this moment like you know I'm like so excited but plug little gotta put it in pop <laughs> and it just like, <laughs> like sucks it in and then Oh shit from Dolly. And then my <laughs> daddy at the time had been watching me play and I just kind of lock eyes and like our eyes are saying oh shit and the Dolly is saying oh shit and he's frozen in place and like for just a breath, like nobody moves because shit happens. Been- <laughs> I know it was kind of a big one. Um, you know, but I, I did. I stayed calm and I, you know. I removed it and I, you know, we did a safety check-in to make sure, you know, that the dolly was feeling safe and good about continuing the scene and, you know, because that was a shock and it was unintended. So we just like took a moment to check in. Mm-hmm. Everybody checked in. Everybody was still having a good time, you know, because we hadn't had to go to the emergency room and mm-hmm. everybody was still enjoying the vibe. And so we went back into the scene. Good. And, you know, so everybody kind of right back into that headspace. And I did um, fuck my dolly in the butt with my pink sparkly glitter cock that vibrated so that, you know, um, because, like, it's about me, not about the fucking dolly, right? Duh. It's got to vibrate on the, the bits. Let's just say, you know, and then daddy got involved and... It, a good time was had by all groups <laughs> relatively early on in the scene. And, um, you know, it just, it was one of the most fun scenes I've ever had. And it fulfilled so many different fantasies. And I learned things about myself. I learned how dominant and sadistic I still am in little space. And that was kind of like an identity forming sort of scene really in that way. Cause I learned new things about myself that I had been kind of dancing around and I got to see them, you know, come to light. And yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was a really good scene and I'm still friends with my partner from that time. We both think about that scene sometimes and we're just like, wow, <laughs> like, that was a good one. Um, it's, it's been in my erotica, that kind of thing. And it's just one of those ones that stays with you, even though, you know, we're just friends now and we've, um, you know, moved on from that relationship and I've grown so much in my kink, you know, identity since then. It's crazy. But like, you know, that was like, I don't know. It's always going to be one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good one. And like, I think it speaks volumes that you were able to like stay calm and like just handle it in that moment. And that's probably why you guys were able to just keep going is because like you were clearly in control of the situation. You had it. Like, even if you were like kind of faking it, the confidence a little bit, like that's all you needed. Yeah. And I, I definitely think there's a lesson to be learned there that like when something goes wrong, you know, like sometimes we hear, um, 
you know, stories from the perspective of like the, the bottom person, like this thing happened to me when things went wrong. And it's cool to kind of, I don't know, think about the perspective of the top a little bit too sometimes. Because mm-hmm. um, tops are things that exist too. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to hear some stories about like the top in my stories about like what was going on through her head when this all happened. Like, I think it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, it's it's like you could have, and I, I think it's fun to do this with a partner sometimes. I've done this because I kink on it, where if we have a really hot scene, we both write the scene um, from our own perspective and then exchange <gasps> it. So that I love that. It's so hot. It is so hot. And Daddy and I haven't done it for a little bit. Um, Mac and I have done quite a bit of this. And actually, I now kind of want to, like, next time we have a really hot scene, I kind of want to do it because, um, yeah, um, words are, are kind of our, our thing. And we're kind of nerdy. <laughs> and we exchange erotica and poetry. And it's really romantic. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, that is my Naughty Talk Rules number two shit happens story. 